Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get drunk. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. Episode seventeen, the Breaking Atoms podcast. You know what you got to do, right? You got to stop saying the episode number, like like they can't read. Yeah, like (laughs) our listeners are smart. Okay, hi, it's the Breaking Atoms. No, no, stick with the numbers. Okay. Ep- <laughs> Episode 17. <laughs> Episode yeah. 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 One, two. One, two. Uh-huh. 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 Anyway. Thank you for listening. I'm why still... You, why are you eating? Dark chocolate. No, no. Hold on. Hit me. <laughs> hold on. So you, you introduced the show. Yeah, blab. And then you decide to eat. Even I'm though hungry. we just literally had a five minute break. I'm hungry. We're eating. I'm hungry. We're eating. Dark chocolate from Pret. With sea salt. With what? Sea salt and that? No, 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 no. That's, that sounds like something that New Black Swing. No, I'm not, having, I'm not having this, you know, Smarties and all this chemical fuel crap. Oh, you're just going to have tea salt. In yeah, the, sea in salt. In the middle of our podcast. Is sea it tea salt? Oh, I thought you said tea salt. Tea salt, black. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, that's what some you Asian I'm thing. Indian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From Sierra Cash and Carrion, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Welcome to the Breaking Out podcast. For those who don't know, my name is Summit. And I have an AKA, I am anonymous nerd, but my AKA is no chance in hell. AKA Mr. Tuvok, AKA not Treyway, Janeway. You get me? Star Trek and that. No, I'm done. Why? I don't watch Star Trek. I don't know. It's Star Trek, by the way. Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, it's Star Trek. I do like the no chance in hell AKA though. Why? Yeah, because for those who have never seen Summit walk down the street, he actually walked down the street like Vince McMahon. I wish, I wish I had this recorded. There was one time, right? I was waiting for him outside the studio. This dude walked around the corner with such intent. I thought he was going to do something to me. Bigger and that, bigger and yeah, that. Yeah, 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 vigor. Purpose and that. Pep in your step. <laughs> yeah, you had much pep in your step that day. So that's why you're no chance in hell. So Chris, you are here with me today, yes. as always. My AKA What's is your AKA? the Mount Olympus of black consciousness. <laughs> oh my God. I do this for my people, bro. I do this for my people. Say bro. that one more time. The Mount Olympus of Black Consciousness. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's me, fam. Zeus and that. Zeus and that. <laughs> Hercules and that. Hercules I'm and the that. Hercules of the movement. Yeah, bro. Oh my god, you cracked yeah, me up. Bro. I don't know if I carry on. No, nah, man, I'm the blackest of the black. Archimedes and that. No, no, no. I'm the blackest of the black. Aristotle. Bro, if I stand next to a building, you think it's an alley? I am the blackest of the black. I'm no, I'm not, I'm not advocating that. That's terrible. What? I'm not advocating that. I'm black and proud, bro. Nah, that's cool. I look like that. an Egyptian pharaoh. <laughs> the Mount Olympus. Bro, of... I wake up like I sleep. Sorry. I slept in cocoa butter. <laughs> My skin just glistened. You lot can leave all that colorism to Yo, your side. Cocoa butter, that smell does nice. Blah, it smells like that. It's not the same anymore. Why? Palmer's been messing with the sauce. Really? Yeah, it don't. It don't nah. I thought like, they, like they it smelled like dairy milk every morning. And they're that. catering to the um the the Western audience. What? I don't explain that. Just doesn't smell the same. It's thin. Is it not from the same area? They no. They mess with the sauce. Oh, right. I remember once upon a time, you know, when I was out in the world by mm. myself, mm. and I smelled cocoa butter, and I knew my people were nearby. Mm. I don't smell it anymore. Wow. I'm starting to smell like a bunch of astral. Astral. Yeah. Astral and that. Yeah, and Johnsons and that. <laughs> oh, Johnson baby. Yeah, yeah stay yeah, away from yeah. that. Stay yeah. away from that. But thank you to everyone who listened to our previous podcast. Uh, energetic, controversial, as always, that we are. On Kanye West, so thank you for all your feedback on that. Today, uh, as you could probably read from the description, because our listeners are smart, we're talking about data. Data! Data! Inside! It's all about data. 
Call me data, Dave. <laughs> Inside. Charts, figures, numbers. Data. <laughs> data, data Dave. Data, mate. Right. It's all about data. We're selling data, yeah? Windows, carpet, and data. It's Data Steve and Data Dave. Data Dave. All right, mate? We're That's here to talk name. to you about your KPIs, all right? You're not okay. your PPIs, your KPIs. So um, a few episodes ago, you mentioned um, that datarism is the fastest growing religion. Mm. I was really intrigued by that statement that so we thought with gdpr coming up for many of people that will probably getting you know the influx of emails into the inbox we're updating our privacy policy please accept our new privacy policy we thought it'd be good to do an episode dedicated to datarism uh touch upon gdpr the internet of things why it's the fastest growing religion the obsession with numbers mm-hmm. uh, and where we go from here yeah so that episode when I spoke about datarism mm-hmm. being the fastest growing religion, to be honest with you, I just said it because it sounded good. It did sound good. It sounded like I read books. Yes. It I sounded like you were a very learned books. fellow. Um, I did go to school. That's yes. like the 17th time. Yeah, I don't know why you keep saying it. Like, why'd you go prove that to me? I don't care. No, no, Like, no, not no, like, no. honestly, Chris, I love you and that, but I don't care if you went no, you to do, school. you do, you do. I don't you care. Should care. You should care. Like, I'm not considering, Indian. Considering... I'm not Indian. I'm not one of those old auntie G's that go, uh, uh, you want to marry someone? Did he but go to school? Considering our show is about detail, I think it's important that we have educated ourselves to a certain level. Yeah, Especially but... in the topics that we're trying to speak about. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, not to get into this. No, no, don't get too deep, though. Not to get into this. I, say, I do say other joke. Relax, relax. relax. Jeez. Just relax. Jeez. So, yeah, go dataism. Yeah. The fastest growing religion. The reason why I say that is because I feel that we as a world, a community, businesses, corporations... We just have a really unhealthy fascination with data. Right. So numbers, reach, engagement. Yes. My favourite just... one, impressions. Yeah. It's all, it's just all, the world is just, the world has just become one big algorithm. It has, it has. And it's, and it's, we've kind of gone from this evolution of, from animals to humans, from humans to data. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was going to look at the kind of orange, origins of the term datarism. So it's, coined by a writer david brooks Mm -hmm. who was trying to describe the emergence of big data so big data is everything basically the amount of data that we're we're creating whether it's waves whether it's mp3s whether it's dvds whether it's messages we send on whatsapp whatsapp messages outlook work emails everything that is electronic that can be stored big data Mm -hmm. that gets stored in the servers that you don't own there's also a writer by yes. the name of Yuval Noah Harari. Yes. So he wrote a book called Homo Deus. Yes. And it looks at datarism. Mm-hmm. And it says that datarism declares that the universe consists of data flows and the value of any phenomenon or entity is determined by its, its contribution to data processing. So datarism is an alternative to liberalism in that it does not place the human and their feelings and decisions at the center of the universe. Right. It's all about the data and the information flow now. You see, you know, the reason why I had my AKAs for Star Trek is you've got a number of uh, characters within the Star Trek universe uh, that represent data. Data, of course, there's a character called Data who doesn't have emotions. He's just basically about... The white white looking you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the white looking you. (laughs) Very apt description, Chris. (laughs) Yes, I went to school. Yeah, the white looking you, yeah, fam? Yeah, fam. Yeah, get me though, yeah? (laughs) 
Yeah, me I don't really watch Star Trek, but I remember Homeboy. Yeah, and Homeboy. Yeah, from, I, I remember Homeboy now. And Homeboy from Roots was in it as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he yeah. had the little shades on. Yes, yes, yes. What was his name in there? Uh, oh, he's in Big Bang Theory. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. His name is real name's Lavar Burton. Lavar Burton. What's his Star Trek character name? Uh, I don't know. But you're, you're but your AK is from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah homeboy in that, isn't it? Yeah, homeboy in that. Homeboy in that. I don't want. Like, there's a lot of Star Trek universe programs. No, you don't I know the basics, bro. Voyager and that. No, you don't watch the basics. Voyager bro. and that. Last Frontier but, and that. But <laughs> <laughs> Final Frontier and that. Oh, is that what? Yeah, it was Final Frontier. Sorry. Yeah. Get Sorry. A, get a right. Get a right and that. Sorry and that. So um, rest in peace, Captain Spock and that. Doctor Spock and that. Doctor Spock and that. Yeah, it's not Mrs. Spock in it. Leonard Nimoy in that. Yeah, Nimoy in that. <laughs> this is this episode descending into madness. So anyway, anyway, so yeah, data flows. Yeah, you're right. Um, when when it comes to people who are involved in data, they want the data to flow because it can inform them our behaviors mm-hmm. and all kinds of you know information that we we use for our advantage. Like anything, we've talked about this before about technology, right? So it's about how you use it. Um, and not for it to wield its power over you, mm-hmm. right? This isn't, you know, Michael, was it D- Dyson Industries from Terminator 2? This isn't the T-1000. We're not letting the robots take over. Oh, it's it's going to happen. It though. will happen, but... You watch Black Mirror? You see the yeah, dogs? Yeah, yeah, you see the mechanic yeah. dogs? No, I haven't Me- seen Sorry, that. mechanical dogs. No, I haven't seen that. No, no, no. I haven't seen that episode. I've seen some episodes. Dude. But yeah, look, it's data, the flow of it, it has advantages, it has its disadvantages. Um, I think what's that? A term that's been knocking around for a few years is the Internet of Things, mm-hmm. IoT. Um, Break that down for me because I've seen it. So the Internet of Things. I've seen that term used, but yeah. I, I don't know what it means. So like, you know. Right. So have you got a smart speaker in your home? Like a Bluetooth speaker that you can connect through the Internet and Wi-Fi? Yes. Uh, things like Wi-Fi in itself. Um, if you think uh, about these smart speakers, you know, Echo Amazon Alexa. Those things listen to you as well. Bro. Right. All those things. It's about the connectivity. It's the internet of things, right? So smart home? Smart okay. home. Okay. So connecting your lights, your heating. I hear that you're, they're going to have fridges that you can connect to your smart home. Yes. And you can order your food from the local supermarket from yes. your fridge. They have fridges now with TVs in them. They have fridges now that literally have like an Amazon Alexa function within the fridge. So we're getting to that point where some people believe... It's inevitable, so we must get on board. But actually, if you have that mentality, then you're just going to create the consumerism that will replace all of these things, mm-hmm. right? So the internet thing is that connectivity of everything. Everything is powered through the internet. Now, my question is, A, is it a threat to humanity? You touched upon the smart devices that listen to you. We've got TVs that are I've Wi-Fi got, enabled. Proof, by the way. Right, right. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't doubt that. Brother, if I tell you what happened to me in one week, Okay. It was mad. Oh, we'll, we'll get onto that. I'm, I don't doubt that for a second. We've got smart TVs. I think Panasonic, if I'm not mistaken, but one of these large brands had to take TVs off the shelf because they're the smart TVs voice activation and we're just recording everything you said, not doing any commands, but just recording everything and sending it to a server. People don't realize that because of this massive data that has been collected, it's going to a server owned by AWS or Google Cloud or one of these other vendors, which are secure locations, but you don't own the keys. So when you write a tweet or something, it stays on a server somewhere. Mm-hmm. You think you can delete and think it's okay. No, it's, it, oh, it's, it's somewhere. Jama. Right. It's somewhere. She kept those on, online names. She never deleted she them. She didn't delete them? No, no. They oh, were already bold. there. Right. Um, but this is why people can unearth unearth things like this. Mm-hmm. So one, is it a threat to humanity, the internet of things? Because one, human interaction is going to start to go. We're going to start talking to our fridges, mm. right? We're going to start talking to our computers. We're, talk- we're talking to Siri. We're talking to Siri. I don't trust her. No. 
Right. But I do, if I hear a banger in the shop, I'm like Siri, what is playing? And she'll tell me. I, 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 Siri is faithful. I, I went to a, a comedy. I went to a comedy show on Thursday, and one of the stand-up comics made a really funny thing about um, these smart devices. This thing called Alexa, but it's called Echo, but we call it Alexa. So you want me to start talking to something that's got a personality disorder? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Amazon Echo, but also, but we call it Alexa. Siri, yeah, backwards means Iris. I watching you. Really. You sound like Draper right now. Draper no, gives no. me all this stuff. I'll tell you that. Draper with the conspiracy stuff, he's on it. Yeah, we've got to have a conspiracy theory episode. Yeah, we should, we should. With man like Draper. But then also... After we cancel him. Yeah, we have to cancel him first. Um, but then also the idea of job threats. So the automation, the internet of things, then bring a level of automation. Mm-hmm. That so then... robots are going to now start replacing people. Right, right. They've started, to make sex, they've started to make sex robots. They always start with porn. But you know what? I have a really bugged out theory about uh-uh. the proliferation of sex dolls. Uh-uh. I think they're going to really become a thing. They're already a thing. I mean, I'm talking about a big thing. How do you mean? Because this is crazy. Okay. I think, I think because of, I think men are moving a lot different with women now. Right. And they've been more mindful mm. about how they approach women. So once upon a time, the way a man would flirt with a woman ain't going to run anymore. Right. Relationships are going to be harder to come by, right? Because of the political climate and stuff. And like we spoke in the last episode, we're cancelling everyone. Yeah, so I think a lot of men are wow. sex dolls. I think so. I hope I'm wrong. I hope so too. But the- I, I was just thinking. I'm like, okay, listen. If it's going to be hard to initiate relationships because you're not sure, the whole climate has changed. Right. right. The way we communicate with each other, male, right. female, whatever, gender fluid, whatever. It's just kind of made things a bit different it's mm-hmm. going to take a while to adjust and i think these sex dolls are going to take off wow i ain't personally gonna buy one so we've got a threat to sexuality uh, our sexuality or mm-hmm. sexual prowess mm-hmm. humanity privacy job threat mm-hmm. are we going to get to a point where we're just chipped and the exchange of being chipped it's going to happen dude. is this thing of you know we live a healthier and data-driven life it's in the bible dude yeah mark of the beast I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm so not there's going to come a time. There's going to, I believe there's going to come a time mm. where you're not even going to be able to buy food or even move around without a chip inside of you. Some people already started. Mm. There's people, there's always tests. I don't want to, I don't want to sound overly religious. Right. I'm just saying this is something a, that I've been taught. Yeah. From, I was a young child. They're putting chips in people, bro. They're putting chips in dogs. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, I guess it makes things faster. The world is. You reckon it's going to make black people move faster? No, the pace Considering of the, our timing. No, the pace of the world is fast. So in order to keep up with it, we're gonna we're we're there's this compromise we have where we go, look, we can't do all these things, so we need a robot. Well look. We need we we need a we need a smart device in our home to tell us to tell us what the weather is. Yo, that the that comedian goes, yo, um it was so funny, he was talking about the smart devices and he's like, I don't know what to do with it. So I Googled what do people ask Alexa? And it turns out what they ask Alexa is what time is it? And what's the weather outside? Those are the top two questions. And he's like, where are we as a, a human? Where are we as humans where we can't look at our wrist to see the time yeah. and we can't look outside well, to see the weather? <laughs> Boy, we're talking about chipping people. Yeah. If chipping people makes black people move faster. Wow. And, and be on time, I say chip them all. I, I ain't down with that. I ain't black. I'm I know OJ. I know black people are on time. Who? I know a few people. I'm not gonna name them. I ain't black, man. I'm OJ. <laughs> Don't chip OJ. Don't chip OJ. I ain't black. I'm Kanye. <laughs> yeah, but dude, if it if it makes black, bro, if we can eliminate black people timing with chips, 
Do you know how this would proliferate the economy? We'd be on time. So hold on. Poverty, no. Diseases, no. Black people on time, yes. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. (sighs) I've had people turn up to my parties and events three days late. (laughs) Chip them. Do you know, uh, I've mentioned this before, I think. Chip them all. (laughs) We're not cancelling them, though. No, don't cancel them. Okay, cool. Chip them. Okay. There's... um, Amazon have these bands on their workers. I don't know if they still do, but they had already, right where they tell people where to go. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah, that's trash. That's no, trash. chip them, chip them. No, nah, you, chip chip. you can't trip them. Chip them all, but you know what? Black people start boasting to each other. Yo, you ain't got the chip that I got, fam. <laughs> man, got, man got the A one chip steel, fam. Stay. Wow, the A, the Air Force One chips. I said A one. Right, I'm saying Air Force Ones. Imagine having an Air Force One chip. Yeah, because that will happen for the sneakerheads and that. Imagine that Jordan. She's quite scary, you know. Yo, Jordan, Jordan chips. But can you imagine having a chip based on a shoe? Yeah. What would the, so? What would the chip have? Like, what is? Oh, I'm wearing Jordans today. Yeah, yeah, something like that. How do you think? Because we, we got, we got. Look, we got 3D printing. Or it's already in existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen. But that. it will. It you know, as it becomes more accessible to the masses, the price of it will drop, mm-hmm. and more people have access to it. So people will start making their own Jordans. True. How do you think? Big data is affecting music. It's changed music. Streaming? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely changed the way in which we consume music now. Mm. We don't talk about buying music. We talk about streaming music. What I've noticed, I'm seeing a lot of artists go platinum and gold before their albums even come up because what, I've heard, what I hear they're doing. Yeah. So, for example. Hear me. And if, if anyone's listening to this podcast and, I've, and I'm giving out the wrong information, please check me. Cardi B went gold. Yeah. The week of her album release, yep, because they counted all the streams from that particular week of Bodak Yellow. Yes, um, they. So as to I to me, it's skewing the numbers. As of course it is. Well, they also take into account YouTube views. Yes, right. And my I, my album got streamed a million times on YouTube. By the way, really? Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you, man. That's really good. Congrats. That's trash, though. I mean, you're trash, but yeah, that's I different. Am, I am, I am Imperial isn't, trash. but you're trash. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm um, trash. I'm trash god. <laughs> Little trash in that. Yeah, yeah. But um. <laughs> But also, what? So if it's a song is appearing on an album, they take the streams, yeah, and pop that in. To me, your platinum or gold, you sell. If you sell half a million, you're gold. If you ship a million, you're platinum. Anyone, everyone's good, bro. I'm seeing a bunch of you know this artist broke this Spotify streaming record. So last week it was J Cole. Couple now weeks this was J Cole. This yeah. week it's Post Malone, and I'm just like, cancel him. Why are we cancel? Oh, him? he's cancelled, bro. But he's, yeah, no, no, no. Matt Hardy, delete, delete. <laughs> yeah, he's gone, bro. He's in my recycle bin. Yeah, but but. We're in, we're in this age now where we are putting streaming front and centre. And an- another thing we're doing, yeah, and it's something that's really bugging me and irking me. Mm. Last year, Spotify released this feature mm. where artists could see how many followers and listeners they had per month. Yes. And then they would post the image. Yes. I looked at that and I said, this is not good. Why? 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 What's not good about that? Data driven. First of all, my yeah. numbers were trash. Well, that's that's obviously. So I don't want anyone to say, but yeah, it's because you had trash numbers. But you did have trash numbers. My music is in TV shows. Relax. You trashed though. Relax though. We keep saying trash. We got to find another word. Yeah, but relax though. Innit? Okay, my my so. music is in right, TV Karen, shows. Make your point. Make However, your point. what I started to see now were artists mm. using how many followers and stuff they had as a marketing tool. It was not about the music anymore. Right. Then I saw people start to obsess over their Spotify or their follower numbers. Remember, once upon a time, you did not have this information. The labels and the distributors had it. Now you've got artists who have to spend the majority of their time trying to be creative, 
trying to find new ways, new sounds, new approaches mm. to music, now obsessing over the numbers. So now I'm seeing artists say, well, you know what? Yo, let's get this song to 10,000 views. Let's get this... this uh... Podcast to 20,000. <laughs> All right. Let's apply it to us. <laughs> let's on, apply it to go us. On, go on, go right? On, go on. When we hit our first thousand plays, we hit it a lot quicker than we thought we would. Yeah, absolutely. Right? We did, definitely. We made a big deal about it. Of course. Right? Because it's what you're supposed to do in, in, you know, in inverted commas. It's what we're supposed to do, Chris. Right. But when we got to 10,000 plays... What effect did that have on the quality of our show? Did it make it better? Was it important? Did people need to know that? I'm going to be honest with you. And this is because I am an old fart. I could care less. I know. I could care I less. I agree with the old part. I could, yeah, fart as well. Um, <laughs> I, could care, I could care less. I don't, I, me doing this is not for numbers, but I can understand why artists would because it's about the rules of the game. The rules of the game in order to be successful is you've got to put out big numbers. Mm-hmm. This is the same reason why big marketing companies, when they do presentations, always talk about a vanity metric like impressions. Like they mean shit. Oh, you had a million impressions. So that means almost a million people saw it. No, we are in business. It's music business. It's not music impressions. Mm-hmm. You're here mm-hmm. to sell or stream mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. Be here making transaction. I, I just see a bunch of posts these days about, oh, I've got this amount of followers and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, where's the music? Well, th- this is what I want to talk about later but let's talk about it now it's data worship this is what i call data worship we worship these numbers we live and die by these numbers we live it's it's so it's, it's a it's small as how many likes did i get on a post i put out to how many likes did i get on instagram to who followed me like i'm speaking to people i'm not gonna say a name because you know who i'm talking about but i speak to you know our good friend who always gets mentioned on the show mm-hmm. and the first thing is saying yo these people are following me that's great and I'm like, that's amazing for you. I'm happy for you. But that doesn't mean nothing. Mm. It doesn't mean anything. that Because followers don't necessarily equal supporters. Mm-hmm. Right? They're just people that follow you, that want to watch mm-hmm. what you're doing. They not, have, mm-hmm. no, have nothing invested in you. I have 7,000 followers on Twitter. Right? I, I, I peak when I had Hip Hop Chronicles at 8,500, right? So 7,000 people. If I put an episode out of, oh, look, I put this episode, they don't care. No one cares. It doesn't have no value. Mm. The real value is within. Um, I forget that. I'm not gonna go all philosophical, but I'll know, say it, man. Nah, but the real value is in you. It's not in these followers. No, 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 stop now. It's not in these followers. People always. Oh, I need to be. I need to be on this platform. I need to do this. This is the reason why we have people who who end up documenting their whole entire life on Instagram stories. Hold that thought. How do you think? Data, mm-hmm. dataism, and data worship is affecting the consumer. And the reason why I ask that, I remember mm. when my last album with Imperial came out. Yeah. Adventures in Technicolor. And then the word got around that it, it started to do well mm. in the charts. And I had people mm. who have nothing to do with music. Yeah. They're not on the label. Yeah. They don't buy music. They were asking me, how many copies have you sold? Do you actually make money off your music? Oh, you do? How much do you make? And I'm just like, you're asking me everything. But the music, yeah, where they're asking I, me about everything but the music. They are, they're not asking you where can I see some videos, where can I listen to it, where can I buy it, where can I buy it. Oh, I don't buy it, but I know someone who can. It's ev- even with this podcast, dude. I remember when I when we first started this podcast, mm. and I had people to ask me, so how are you going to make money from it? Yeah, people ask me that. One of the first questions, oh, you got a podcast? Do you make money from it? It's like, no, actually, I make money from my job. Yeah, I've got a day job. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but this is the world we live in. We have, we're all, we're constantly in, in this day and age, constantly trying to plug all the data points in to then measure that up against what, how successful we are as a person. So, so for example, someone's coming to you and asking you about, you know, how many copies you sold of your album. Most likely, more than likely, some of those people will be music artists so they can measure up. No, their dude, success. they're regular people. Regular people. Why regular do they care? People. Why do I they had care? someone say to me, let me know how many copies you sell and then I might buy one. <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? Bro, that's is why, it, I, say, that's why is, I say you got chip black people, bro. Is, <laughs> is it because we're in that can we age? Call it, can we call the episode chipping black people? <laughs> yeah. Put chips in every black person. <laughs> Chipping, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know how people are gonna feel about it. Put it. I'm cool. I'm cool. Chip with it. them. Chip. Chip them. So they don't ask me no stupid questions. <laughs> but is it because we live in that um that YouTube world where people watch stuff because it got X amount of views? And yes, and I think that's why JME made a really good point where he what said he all the views and stuff don't let people see them. Remove them. It shouldn't have any bearing on what you consume. He yeah. said you don't need to see the views. There's a song. By a rapper called Journey Brave. Mm. He rapped over a ninth wonder instrumental and he did like a Martin Luther King type video. I think that video's been out for like five, six years. Yeah. Got about 3,000, 4,000 views. I love it though. Some people would love the song, but they will never know they love it because they'd look at the numbers and I think mean, this isn't a no popular good. song. Mm. Do you ever go through like, do you ever listen to things through SoundCloud? Yes. Do you ever, do you ever find yourself, it's okay if you don't. Do you ever find yourself looking at the numbers before you play the song or do you just play the song without looking at the numbers? Um, I don't listen to music on SoundCloud unless it's really from someone who I know. Okay. So I tend not to... Fine. I tend not to look at the numbers. However, since starting this podcast, I have been looking at the numbers on SoundCloud to see, you know, who's done what and... And all that yeah, kind of stuff Because I do I do find the numbers There's some really popular podcasts out there There's some great podcasts out there A lot of them are great And I'm happy for them <laughs> So I'm listening to them thinking You know What can I learn and take away yeah, To yeah, improve yeah. our thing And yeah Some of them got some crazy numbers bro. I'll be honest with you There's some better podcasts out there Than ours I'm going to be honest I like other people's podcasts no. More than ours Yeah I'm being honest That's fine But a lot of people say They like other people's food More than their own That's fine Yes But you got to believe in your own source No I don't Pun intended oh, Yes oh, Good I like that. I like that. I went to school. Oh god. Yeah. I went, uh, yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Um, can we disconnect? I and what's have... the punishment? Like, what's the punishment for missing out? So you mentioned about data flows. Yeah. So I've disconnected slightly. Have you? Yeah. I took all the. I took your advice. I took all, I took all the social media apps off my phone. So tell tell the people my advice. Um. So basically, I called Summit one day and I said to him, "Look, man, I'm just inundated by social media." Everyone's just posting about how great their lives are. And I'm a hater. So I don't want to see all of that. Don't care about your kids. I don't <laughs> care what holiday you're going on, especially when you owe me money. I don't care. Right. right. So I basically took, I found that I was spending a lot of time on social media. It was eating into my time. Um, my counsellor slash therapist said, you know, remember what people present on social media is not always the truth. Yes. I found that it was affecting my mood, my confidence, my self-esteem, my perspective of the world, making me anxious, peeved, slightly bitter. Right. So what I did, I took your advice and I removed all my social media apps from my phone. It's been interesting. Yeah. It's been really interesting. You feel, you've, you feel more lighter or uh, you feel yourself reaching for... I feel like I'm missing out on what's going on. FOMO and that, FOMO and that. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing out because then, for example, new home secretary, I didn't know, I would have, if I was on social media, I would have known a lot quicker. But the news update came through on my phone anyway. 
That's what I'm saying. Like you but get the notification of... if you got the right if if you you can put together a piece together your own digital like news and um your yeah like your general daily news mm-hmm. you can piece that together through apps. Yeah. You don't have to go through social media for. But that. you know what it is as well though, bro. It's like I really wanted to just plug into the real world again. You should and enjoy the moments. Absolutely, because we because um, I've got this new app. Yeah. Recommended to me by my good friend Ben. Shout out to Ben Clue, but it's called Moments. Right. And it basically tracks how often you use your phone. Oh, wow. So, you know, it also says you can set a time limit, how, how often you use your phone, and then like some alarm or alert goes right, to say, you know, you've used your phone too many yeah. too many times or too yeah, long. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. You can actually have it to um, time out yes. from certain apps after a certain amount yeah. of time. And it's, it's really it's really fascinating. Good. It, it lets you see how, how often you use your phone. I don't think... I'm gonna put the social media apps back on my phone. I have, I don't have them. I I just think nah. Everything's logged out. Yeah, it's it's cool. You know, the only thing I, I have I, installed I, I, is Instagram. Everything is logged out. When I'm on my laptop, I log in and um, I'll check out. I see what's going on. But you know what's funny? I go back online and I'm seeing people just talking the same thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You've, you what you got to do is um, I told you about habits. So you you know you create a habit and then you've got to get yourself out of that habit and then create a whole new behavior process yeah. right so i play mario kart now right so this you replace the trigger mm. but we're talking about dataism bro go on dataism has affected the way i play mario kart why N- you remember do you remember playing a game back in the day yeah. what was your favorite game mario kart right. super nintendo so when mario kart came out on the super nintendo can you remember how many hours you played on mario kart i don't know it must have been loads how many times you get hit with a red shell not that many how obviously. many times you say by lucky too <laughs> A few times, I I I used to play the ghost race. Okay, and I used to be able to do all the like trick. Check moves. this out on the new Mario Kart on the Switch. It yeah. will tell you how many coins you've collected, how much distance you've travelled, how many times you've been saved by Lakitu, how many times you've won, lost, what cups you've got. It will tell you how a percentage in terms of how long you've played, how how many um how many games you've played with the tilt controls, and it will also what? tell you how many how m- the percentage of smart steering. And I'm sitting and thinking, do I need to know all of this? Why do we need to know? So I'm a very proud Mario Kart player and I accidentally left the smart steering on. I don't need smart steering. K-Night will tell you because he (laughs) he got the smoke. He got the smoke. You you beat him? What? You beat K-Night? K-Night, I see K-Night out here. K-Night was talking all saucy, bruv. Yeah. K-Night had to bring family members to play me, bruv. Wow. He had to bring his cousin and K-Night, don't deny it. I've got the pictures, bro. How do you put put K-Night out there on like, out there because he was like talking that. very saucy nah leave, I like Kane I, leave I him like alone. him too but I just had to beat him on America but wow. now I accidentally left smart steering on right. and it says 9% smart steering I'm offended <laughs> I am offended so you know what I'm doing now Yeah, I'm playing the game just to reduce my 9% to 0 you're doing that yeah, but don't I'm, feed into it but I'm playing people from like France, Japan don't, and all that and, and I'm giving it. them the smoke I'm sure you are don't play into but it. I'm just saying, look at datarism, bro. No, datarism is crazy because look, think about how look, we talk about big data, um, data points. So if you're not sure about what I mean by data points, um, it's basically the various places where you are collecting data. So that from a website it could be like Google Analytics, um, you know, from email clients like MailChimp or dot mailer, it could be, you know, registrations. When you plug all those things together, you can start mapping behaviors. Thing about GDPR is they're trying to reduce companies and social media networks and broadcasters 
things to to reduce that so you don't get identified. So, right? so for those who don't know, because we're using a lot of abbreviations, yes. what does GDPR stand for? I don't know. Blood. Right. So GDPR stands for General Data Protection Regulation. Safe enough. Right? Yeah. So a lot of our listeners, you're going to be getting emails from companies. As they are. They already are. I've got like 10 in the last... I get loads. In the last couple of days. Like so 10. it's all about the opt-in? Yeah. And it's all about how your data and your, your right. privacy is being right. used. And right, exactly. Kind of stuff. So I was working with a few companies yeah. that actually used to buy lists. Oh, wow. sell lists. So this is buying email, like data... And they used to sell li- it. Databases of emails. Sell it on. And I remember this was like late last year, everybody was scrambling. Yeah. Like, GDPR's coming. Well, G- GDPR's coming. Well, the first thing is, that regulation has already been in effect, right? It's companies, you know, corporations, everything... Everyone has to be compliant by May 25th. Now, when we're talking about GDPR, it's about your data, the transparency of it, what you can do with it, and more importantly, what companies can do with such data Mm -hmm. and how much they can collect and within the law now. So there's going to be a lot of changes being made. People can't personally identify you. They've got to let you know and be transparent of how they're collecting that data, um, through what touch points, through any third parties they may use. So whether it be a Facebook, whether it be a an affiliate network, it could be anything, right? So this is something that everyone's going to have to look at uh, very carefully. Um, so your privacy policy and cookies. So cookies is something that gets logged onto your computer every time you visit a website, right? So you visit any website, whether it's a SoundCloud, where you can find us at uh, Break the Atoms, like but, the blog yeah yes, so thanks yes, that thanks yes. that thanks that soundcloud of it but there's a cookie there and some of it's you know to enhance your experience some of it's there to log that kind of basic information but it has a great impact gdpr will have a great impact on on us going forward and a big impact on 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 companies as well um i think it's good though yeah because the, the the fines that are going to get thrown out for companies who aren't compliant they, they are massive and and it seems like it's very much aimed at social media companies and to regulate companies that yeah. have been wild wild west yeah, um thus far yeah but i will say the fines are a good way of kind of getting a company in check because i don't think a lot of companies listen to reason no you gotta hit them in the pockets and when there's money to lose they'll get in absolutely it's business and yeah. also the other thing to remember is that you have the ability to opt out at any time yes and get that opt data out and that. opt out and that opt out OPT and that. so, and that. so you, everyone will see if you if you got instagram if you've got Facebook, I'm sure if you go on there now, you'll be having reviewed this privacy policy and cookie notice. Read it thoroughly. Understand. The privacy no, you got did. to. This is what you got to do. You got to read it. And the other thing about these privacy policies is they can't be giving you, you know, jargon. They've got to break it down for you so that you can understand. If you don't, they're doing a disservice and you can obviously report them to the ICO. Snitching and that, snitching and that. I say snitch on, bro. Snitch on. Absolutely. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you about datarism before we go on more about GDPR is we haven't really talked about the positive and negative uses of how data is used and how mm-hmm. we can use that, right? So I remember being in Vegas uh, for work. Um, I remember in Vegas. Yeah, it was brilliant. So I was there for a conference and I met this guy from GE and they, you know, it's out G- pub, General, uh, Electric? General Electric, right? It's massive. Who own, who own Interscope Records? Do who, they? Who own a few prisons? Really? Yeah, wow! Cancel them. Yeah, <laughs> general. How are we gonna cancel an, an entire company? Can- <laughs> cancelled because I said it. Yeah, cancelled. Cancelled. Anyway, I met someone from there, and they were talking about advancements in the, you know medical, uh, the medical field, and they were talking to me about something that is already in process even here now, is where 
they're using data now and automation and AI, which is also part of big data as artificial intelligence. They're using it to map someone's medical history. So by the time they sit there and go, hey, I've, you know, I've come in for some tests. By the time you leave that room, you've got the diagnosis, the solution, everything there. If it's cancer, it's like medical advancement. If you've got any issue right there, they'll tell you before you've entered that room, done the tests and leave that room to have all the information there for you. Sounds like a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely is. Facial recognition is a double-edged sword because people can recognize you and then use your face. But then on the flip side, you can use facial recognition. I heard, uh, saw an article where they found like 3,000 homeless kids, like like missing kids, just through facial recognition, like three, four days. That's crazy. That's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? That's a good thing. Like, there's, all these, there's all these things, but then we, people like me and you, will focus on the negative, like how people are obsessed with, with data, which is an absolutely valid point. But we can't forget that there are these positive things. The other of the big negative is, you know, people spying on you, you know, on you, the activity thing. Mm-hmm. So like not so long ago, Yahoo got in trouble because they had these webcams. Um, and this was on the news. They had these is, web is it, is it true that webcams can actually switch on? Yeah. I was watching that episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, that that, that was crazy. Yeah. Um if you watch Citizen Four, Snowden talks about that. You can watch Snowden in the movie on Netflix or mm-hmm. yeah. But there was a story, an article where um Yahoo got screwed uh, because their webcams were switching on and recording people when they weren't supposed to be on. We're talking about APIs. We're, like These things, we're talking about these connectors. The, there are certain triggers to set something, start something up, and these are automated. They're mm-hmm. computer-generated. They're formulas. If you know the formula, you can crack the code. I'm putting it as basic as possible, but that's what you're doing. You're cracking code. Talking about companies and data, Facebook... Yes, Facebook found themselves in some hot sauce. Of course, and a few and, weeks ago. and rightly so. The the whole Cambridge Analytica, which I'm sure we can talk ad nauseum about, but what ad nauseum? Ad nauseum and ad nauseum. I went nauseum. To, I went to school, Chris. <laughs> of course, you did. You're Asian. I know, absolutely. But I was on the block. Safe in that the block. Yeah, no, I was really on the, the block. block. I was, I was yeah. in church, bro. I was yeah. in the choir. I was Safe in three. Choir. I was in three choirs, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm nice. not about that life. I'm nice. not about that life. Nice. Nice. singing lead in that. <laughs> I was but, never on songs of praise, though. <laughs> you never did. Did did your church ever get to songs of praise? No, we were too hood for them. We'd Same. probably show up late. That's why we need to get chipped. Chipped. <laughs> chipped. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. <laughs> but the the Cambridge Analytica is crazy thing because um, I'm always reluctant to sign up to certain things unless I know it's legit. Right. Unless it's title, basically. I'm not signing up to anything else. Oh, bro, I reckon you gave them your birth certificate. <laughs> my passport. Your, your home address. My just, home. To get, just to get that free trial, man. <laughs> You're like, yo, this is it's my man, Jay. Oh! <laughs> William H. Harler. <laughs> he needs my details. Basically, that's what I did. But, um, yeah, Facebook found themselves a hot bother. But, like, you know, talking about how companies were buying and selling data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Facebook were... In essence, doing, they were going, hey, we've got this massive platform. You can reach this many people. You can be this targeted. And guess what? Here are the custom audiences and you can upload whatever you want. And it was a kind of free for all. And I got I got a message that someone that I knew, you know, when you went onto Facebook, if you were affected, you got this screen. One of your Facebook friends played that game where they capture the information because not only did it capture your the person who played the game they capture their friends and their friends friend yeah, I, ain't, I ain't seen that screen 
Yeah, I saw the screen. Yeah, my my friends, my friends, trash. My, my friends might not need to get chipped. Tra- they might have saved themselves. Get trash. Chipped. But if Snowden talks about that, so Snowden, they when they are trying to spy on certain people, they won't just spy on you, Chris. They'll spy on you plus everybody else mm. who has any sort of connection with you. The problem is, is the influx of data when it comes to big data is how do you handle that, right? And so that leads me to a point I wanted to talk about earlier, which is intuition versus data. Some things you can get a computer to do, but some things need a human eye. Yeah, the human touch. The human touch. Human touch still has value. Right, because our some things look, our brains can't spot things, and computers can, and vice versa. Right. So what makes us different from animals? Is it like when you 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 do the spell check on Microsoft Word and it's still yeah yeah yeah, yeah good good example some mistakes right but yeah, good, nope that's a, not how you spell fulfill. <laughs> it's not f u l l. It's F-U-L-F-I-L. It's true. I see you. It's true. Or when you've got word and it gives you the Z rather than the The American spelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's trash. But the thing about animals and humans is there's that thing about we can spot certain things that animals can't. So now my thing is, is humans versus data. That's the thing. Who's winning the war? Who's winning the war? There's a war going out. Who want beef, son? Who want beef, son? Can you imagine if Mob Deep did a Datarism diss or something? That'd be deep. Alchemist on the beat. Prodigy's dead though. Yeah. I know. Just like, but you know what? I think if Prodigy was still around because he was definitely going down that route, he would have he would have had something no, he to was, say. He was H I C and yeah, he yeah, was he yeah, was yeah, definitely because yeah, yeah. you know he was very woke in, in that respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um for my mind, soul, and my body. In absolutely. That, in bruv. Yeah, yep, he was yep, he was yep, doing it. Yep. But um we were talking about GDPR and the transparency. GDPR. We were talking about transparency of of, of data. GDPR. With that. the Windrush scan that's happened, you know we have like Freedom of Information Act, mm-hmm. and part of the thing that came out uh, as a um, an effect was people can request information on their status, their documents. But didn't they destroy certain documents? That's what I'm saying. So, so that, the gu- now the gu- there's an there's a there's a an issue right with. How long do you keep data for? The data, this is what I call data what, retention. What kind of format do you yep. keep data in? Okay, so all the all the paperwork, all the files, how are they going to be digitized? Where are they going to be stored? It's a, it's a quagmire. But the other thing is, is before, before May 25th, which is this big deadline looming for loads of companies, corporations, um, the government passed a law that said if someone wants to get access to the information, they can't. They just game the system. Screw it. You want access? We're not giving it to you. Can you believe that? Yeah, the government can do what they want, bro. Well, it's not necessarily this in the spirit of things, is it, Chris? No, but are we shocked? Are you shocked? Yeah, look. Well, yeah, are you no, shocked? That no, it, dude, no, I'm not shocked. They're sending people. I'm not shocked. I'm not come shocked. to this country. No, I'm not shocked. I'm not build shocked. up your life. I'm not shocked. Build up the country. I'm not we'll shocked. help. We'll help build and help us to build the NHS, the railways, contribute to the fiber of our country. Oh, we're done with you now. Go. But you know, with EU, the Brexit thing happened. We're gonna have to do a Brexit in uh, in uh, episode. Um, yeah. But you know, now they're getting nurses from Western Indian backgrounds in the Caribbean now. They've been doing to it. replace the ones that they sent over. The, <laughs> so no, to replace the ones that are leaving. So the EU citizens who are now leaving the country because of Brexit, they're now getting people. So from... you're telling me you reckon a West Indian nurse is gonna come in when you probably no, ship their aunt or grandma? They're back. starting to do that already. They're starting to do that already. With their private hospitals and their private... That's another thing, bro. That's what's happening. Oh, yeah. It's a wrap for us, bro. They've started doing it. They did one in Kent. Bro, you better eat and your, you know, you your bits, bro. Everyone talks about Virgin and that. Richard Branson and yeah, that. He's the next one. They're buying up hospitals. So, you know the thing in, in America where you have to pay for healthcare? Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing here. 
I got health insurance. My health insurance is dope. Yeah, but watch when they bring that that kind of method of health insurance over here, which is what they're trying to do. Well, you get health insurance then, innit? Stop talking to me. Why are they trying to leave the EU? No, stop got, talking got, to me, man. Get health one, insurance, that, man. I've got health insurance. The time insurance. we're here doing podcasts, get <laughs> health insurance, man. <laughs> um, so as we wind up, um, I want to talk about data capitalism and the future. We have you sound like Doctor Spock still, yeah, and the future, and the future, future, the future of future and of data. So we've got Bitcoin is a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. It's a buzz. It's a buzzword. We'd have say. you invested in Bitcoin? No, no. Looks like a gamble to me. Yes, but then again, I don't know. I don't know too much about then again, it. I ain't got much money. Well, who am I to talk? Exactly. But is that is that the only way we're going, or is there a thing of? It's like that Black Mirror episode where we will all be rushing and have this subconscious push to to share everything in order to be popular. Well, is nosedive, the nosedive nose episode. Nosedive episode. So data capitalism, um, when I talk about data capitalism, I'm not talking about just necessarily just money. I'm talking about the social wealth. currency. Everything, all in one. I hear in China, they actually... Start doing that? They're going to start doing that really soon. It's called, it's called social currency, yeah. Oh, the social credit score or something like that. Terrible. Dude, imagine you're going to have... You get more points when you're nice to people. Right. And people rate you higher. Can you imagine we're going to have a, a society of people just being nice to people, not because they want to be, but they want to keep their social credit score higher? What's going to happen when people who have low social credit scores aren't able to access healthcare or mm. food? Mm. That's what scares me. Data classism. Yeah. That's what will happen. Crazy. Yeah. You're not able to live in a certain area or buy a house. Because or because your 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 social credit score is not high enough. Yeah, that's what we're moving towards. That's what it feels like. I think it's no different to your Uber score, dude. When yeah, I don't take, mess with Uber. I don't. I don't I, take Uber. On Uber, the mm. top the top grade you can have is five point zero zero. Right. I'm right. four point seven zero. What that allows me to get is that Ubers will come and pick me up a lot quicker. Right? Really, dude. I was talking to an Uber driver, and he said, "If if you have a certain rating, he said if you're like a four, three and a half, he doesn't pick you up." Wow, so it's already happening. It's already because they say, you know, the reason why you have that score is you might not be in the place where you say you were. You might be rude to one of the drivers. You know, you're thrown up in their car. You're disrespectful. You slam the door. So you have to talk to them and like make small talk with them in order to get your Sometimes rating. Sometimes I do. Because they rate, do they rate you? They rate you too. No. But you can't see what rating they've given you. Wow. So when I go into an wow. Uber, for example. Wow. I'm just, I'm just a regular dude. So I'll just say, hey, how you doing? Wow. You know, you're working late tonight, whatever. I had no idea. Sometimes I don't talk to them. But I have a friend who's an Uber driver and he says, if you slam my door, when you leave, I'll just rate you down. But check it out though. They're not telling people that if you slam my door, I'm not going to like it. So it's, it's happening, dude. So imagine, imagine that kind of dichotomy governing your whole life. It's you exhausting. Go, you go to the Sainsbury's store, you buy a cabbage. Oh, do you see the way that guy picked up the cabbage and just walked past me? I don't like him. Down. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm done. I'm upset now. I can't believe that. Imagine what my rating's going to be with my level of belligerence. <laughs> but just think about this. If you put that with colour of skin Bruv. or your religious belief, Bruv. you're already down. Bruv, I'm down in life. So I just We're down it. already. It's like when the recession hit, I'm like, what recession? I ain't got <laughs> we're, nothing anyway. We're down already. <laughs> I ain't got nothing anyway. <laughs> Let's go to Tesco's and get no food. Come frills. on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. You, hear, you hear about Sainsbury's and Asda? Yeah, they might merge. They're merging, bro. Merging that, merging that, merging that. They're so angry, bruv. Is it? 
I reckon, well, remember when people try stunting? Yes, for Pepsi Ainsbury's. No, well, you tell got them it as they're now. Tell them to go Waitrose, innit? If they really want to stunt, innit? Yeah, but Waitrose is even doing discount food now. Yeah, Wait, I, I hear some people were angry. Wait, man, go, get a life. Hold tight, hold tight. Hold tight as they're in Sainsbury's. I'm about to go to Sainsbury's, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go get me some breaded chicken out here. <laughs> you must be mad. The onion rings in Sainsbury's are crazy as well, bro. I'll tell you what, that Uber rating stuff is really free. I'll, I'll show it to you on it's my really phone when we're up. done. Anyway, look, let's wrap this episode up. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, really appreciate you hanging out with us this week. This is the Breaking Atoms podcast. My name is Chris Mitchell and I'm here with my co-host Sumit Sharma. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. Remember, 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 like the 5th of November, we are on social media. Everything at Break the Atoms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. And remember, 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 iTunes, leave your ratings. And if you do feel so inclined, a review. If you like the show, let us know. If you've got any ideas for topics you want us to cover, you can also do that there. That's right. Can we play the new theme song now? Yes. Let's do it. Break the atoms. 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 Break the atoms